Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you really need to know. I'm Eric Ozempa. And I'm Brady Steffel. Hey Brady, how's it going? What's up? How was your weekend? Uh, it's good. I got an email this morning that was titled, uh, Hey Dummies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so if you want to, so here's a little tidbit. If anybody wants to anonymously write us, uh, Eric's got a form on our website, which is? Uh, Side Dish Longmont. Uh, .org or .com. Yeah, whatever it is. You'll find it, you know. Uh, but <laughs> if it comes through titled as Hey Dummies. Um, so we're your local Longmont Dummies. Uh, don't don't hesitate to send us any news. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how am I doing? I'm doing great. The weather's good. Uh, actually, the lawn aerated this morning because uh, there's a bunch of hard packed dirt and it's going to be so nice for the next apparently two weeks. It's not going to get below freezing that I decided to I throw some grass seed out and I'm going to wheel my borrow my neighbor's dolly and wheel my lime tree out as long as it's not going to freeze and stuff like that. So I've just been outside, even priming up for this. I had my laptop out back. I was sitting in the sun, listening to the sounds of construction in uh, the old town neighborhood. Nice. Is that like a new wave band or is that uh, literally? It could be. It's just, you know, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, so exactly. It's just <laughs> every year there's some somebody within a block that just like scraped a house and completely rebuilt it. So uh, there's one on Francis that um, looks like it's a beautiful build. I'm wondering if somebody bought it and is um, going to live in it. You know, it's like they bought it and they're redoing it and they're going to redo it because it looks like there's one on Gay Street that has all of these like beautiful corbels and woodwork out front that was uh, just a little shack or hole in the ground. I can't remember which one it was. And then they they like made this huge house that sold for almost a million dollars. Beautiful woodwork, gorgeous house. Uh, we went in when it was uh, before before the old the COVID and it was it was beautiful on the inside too. microwave in a drawer of all things. So it was at your knees in a drawer. Pretty cool. And so this one looks like it's a similar build. It's got similar woodwork, but I don't know if it's the same or if it's just somebody that's you know, maybe it's the same builder, uh, but that one was a flip. Yeah, that's so anyway, like between third and fourth. And I actually had a chance to kind of drive by it. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. It's a beautiful house. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like, well, what would we need to do to be able to afford this? Uh, yeah. Split it with like three other families, which would be manageable because it was gigantic. Um, but it's old. It's gorgeous. And now, again, there's absolutely nothing that's just open and for sale. You know, there's stuff you can put in backup offers on yeah. in Old Town, but that. That is it. Everything's selling for five hundred thousand plus. Uh, there is one small house that's like seven hundred and eighty square feet, right by the train tracks, sort of by the pot shop down there on Sunset, and that one is going for three hundred and fifty, three sixty, something like that. That's what we talked about it a while ago. There's yeah. a there's yeah. a guy who like redid his house and added a couple extra units on the property, and there's uh, shared carports and that kind of stuff. And it looks like a neat little development, but I think he's selling the main house as well, and that's what you get. Um, on a, a fairly busy street next to the train tracks now is, you know, $350,000 for a uh, hundred thousand square feet. So it's competitive. It's hot. It's uh, bothered too, I guess, hot and bothered. Um, <laughs> it's like, what are you talking? What? what? The real no, estate market is yeah. hot. And, yeah. I don't think it's really bothered. bothered. No. Well, I think the people shopping are well bothered. They probably are. They I'll probably say are. that. Disturbed you talk to anybody, and, they're just yeah, distressed they are, or stressed. Yeah, yeah. People, when it comes up, there are there, there are words that people use, and they're yes. not ones that I'll repeat on air yes, because they, exactly. yeah. they're yeah. quite upset about it. And justifiably so. It, it has gotten very expensive very fast to live here. So 
It is. No, it, it was an awesome weekend as far as the weather. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. fantastic, and it's been really great to throw out some plants outside. Of course, after we run them back inside, of course, because this is the time of year that we do those sorts of things. Kind supposed of run to be in, in the high back. Yeah. high thirties for yeah. the next ten days on the forecast. As far so as this I can is see, so. this is the uh, this is the bet you make right now with Mother yeah. Nature. Like, yep. do you go ahead and kind of like go all in? Right. And do you do you decide to do certain things or do you like wait until officially our last frost date is around Mother's Day? And so you, Day. do you wait into that, you know, or do you do kind of gamble and you say, hey, no, no, no I'm going to start putting stuff out, you know, looking at the right. long range forecast. It looks pretty good. And then undoubtedly, it just seems like it's yeah, early the early March snowstorm where it freezes yes. for three days, <laughs> yes, it's like five right. degrees for three days. And they're like, well. Yeah. Everything's dead. Well, last um, year it was like we got a. I think we got. A, uh, if I recall correctly, we got that big snowstorm like the third week in May, which was just so. Yeah, it was really it was heavy, like, really ugh. wet. We yeah. went out and covered everything. We had everything yeah. in the ground, and yeah. so we were out there yeah. with stakes and plastic <laughs> and tarpaulin, just like this. You know, this like shanty town over the top of our tomato starts and yeah. stuff out there, and it was that uh, was miserable. So, yeah. so yeah. Hopefully we don't look back. We'll see. I mean, certainly moisture is cool, but uh, let's not let's not get back into the freezing, snowing weather. I don't no, really want. I don't miss that at all. No. So Sandy and I actually did a we did a little field trip. So we went over to Union Reservoir in that area around mm-hmm. that. Um, I want to say Fall River Elementary. There's uh, that new section of the trail, if you will, uh, the walkway. It yep. goes out to Union Reservoir, so we took it all the way from there to Union, and that was. It's awesome. It's a really pretty area and it's going to be awesome just because you can go under County Line Road. You don't have to like take your life into your own hands and try to go across. And so it's County Line Road is one. It's a hot place to be. There's uh, (laughs) a it's depending on depending what you are. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a development place. Yeah. It's probably a hot place to be. (laughs) I mean, it's also bothered because of all the traffic because I I mean, we just go out and drive on Fridays because there's not much else to do. So when Kelsey needs to decompress from her work week, we'll just go drive around and often enough we'll wind up over there. And it's just like, wow, Um, everybody's sort of racing to get, you know, two cars ahead of somebody else. And it's, it's a wild spot. So it is, I mean, it's hot that way too. There's a lot of traffic. It's busy. And one final tidbit here. That's kind of cool. So we're walking around and all of a sudden you get this amazing smell of bread. Oh, so because Smuckers is right over there. So they're oh, like fun. firing up the, you know, the, the sandwiches and stuff. The old, so the the old white, so. white bread. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ah. So you get this really kind of cool faint smell of bread. It's pretty awesome. Um, all right. So we got lots to talk about today. So I think we probably should get into it. Um, what do you want to start with first? Uh, well, according to my the order of my tabs over here, we've got this uh, this uh, the Vivo Living, the old v, the Vivo, Vivo Living, yeah, v, yeah. Vivo Living. So yeah, so uh, we know about this already, but on Main Street or no, on Ken Pratt, sorry, Ken Pratt, um, yeah, Ken Pratt on the eastern side there, there is a Best Western, and uh, apparently it's not not really going gangbusters for the best Western. And if you, if yeah. you don't remember it, it's sort of the color of faded cedar. Cause I think that's basically what it it's is. It's like kind of a Brown, you know, it was like, it, it was probably, if you think about it, if you go back, some people probably go back this far, but if you go back to like the seventies, eighties, everything in like Colorado was named like chalet or tried yep. to look like a chalet or, yep. you know, was something like that. And, and I this think color this is, scheme, yeah. well, there was a couch in my parents' house that persisted for very long. <laughs> that was the same color. And it's just this sort of grab a bucket of dirt, make up some mud. And that's the color of just yeah. everything. And yeah. it doesn't need to change. There doesn't need to be a pattern. It's just, you know, very reactionary against the 60s and 70s with all that style and color. And Absolutely. 
monochrome and dull as dirt. So um, yeah, there's there's a couple of this. For smoking Dave's is that too on the north side of Ken Pratt, and there is a um, there's a Best Western there, and Best Western sold it to a company called Vivo. I think it's called Vivo Living, and they have a 210 unit deal that they're they're saying they're going to take this and they're going to convert it into what what I guess is market rate. Um, apartments. apartments. Yeah. What's yeah. really cool about this company, which I thought was interesting is reading more about them is that's what they do. They take, they take either hotels or motels that are kind of underperforming in a market. Then they say, Hey, we're going to create a apartment complex where those, where those facilities are. And I think that's yeah. great because, and they actually talked about this in the article is that the proximity to the mall, to, you know, the shopping, to grocery stores was really conducive to, to do. And I, I looked at this and I, we drove by and it's kind of like, oh man, like who would want to live there? Right. Because it's right on Ken Price busy, but it's, it should be fairly well sound insulated from there. It's a hotel. And so you go, okay. Then you start talking through it. It's like, yeah, it really isn't that far from, I mean, I'll be the whole foods and some of the more upscale stuff over there, but, um, and then you've got entertainment options and da 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 with within legit walking distance. Oh legit yeah, absolutely. Distance. Not just like oh, it's it's super walkable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you're gonna wear the soles of your shoes out in two weeks if you uh, try to drag anything home. And that's you know. right, and it's right on the bus line too. So yeah, you know, so cool kind of too. a cool deal. Uh, I look forward to seeing what that's all about. Would be fun to see inside of one of the units at some point. Maybe you and I should go do some recon. Uh, inside the there and maybe inside South Main Station, if we can convince somebody to give us keys into like an open. That's right. We can go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just go, so, go spy. I will uh, tell you that as far as like insulation and noise canceling apartments, like across the street, like in, if you think of, not across the street, but if you look about, you know, Longspeak and uh, Kaufman, you know, the Roosevelt apartments. I was able to tour one of those, like when they first opened, and just the amount of lack of noise—I should yeah. say the amount of—but the lack of noise, yeah, it was astounding. I mean, it's just yeah. so sound insulated; it's amazing. So, let's, so if you're wondering yeah. if you're not you don't have your bearings right away, that's yeah. the same building that Long's Peak Pub is in, basically. Yep, yep, yeah, correct. There. Yeah, and those so, are I mean, cool it's just and I, really when fascinating. Open that was one of those things that are like going, "Holy smokes, for real!" Like this looks like way too much for Longmont. This would have been shortly after we moved here. Yeah, um, but. They're still there. I haven't heard any, you know, word one out of them. Not a peep. So I just imagine they're chugging along, making their money off of the renters. So, yeah, you know, there you go. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that's a that's an exciting thing because you know I have to say that you know the Best Western there. I mean, I think it's seen its better days long a time ago when really it was the only option in town to stay somewhere. Yeah. yeah. There were some smaller options, but you know it's probably seen some better days. And so well, I, life moves on. You know, yeah, I don't. I, I'll tell you, I can't think of the last time I stayed in the Best Western. Um, I, you know, I, if you're going to look at a hotel, you look at something that was built relatively recently. That's kind of one of the only things that you really want because they get beat up. You know, like they got to renovate or or be built recently. So otherwise, and, they look dingy and no, 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 no. so i'm curious to know if that i imagine it includes the restaurant space which was last operated by smoke and dave's but you know it has been so many things mm-hmm. that i can't i can't i remember it started out as the four b's which was like the perkins knockoff oh. kind of diner place wow and yeah a perkins so, knockoff no less yeah. perkins kind of denny's knockoff and i believe it was prevalent in the midwest but yeah, four B's came in and uh, didn't stay too long. But anyway, that was that was interesting too. Yeah, and that's I mean, it's just a weird spot. If I'm honest, like if you're gonna live yeah. there, sure you got to get in and out. But it's it's not 
I mean, north and south of Ken Pratt, you kind of have to be going the right direction if you want to go to those places. It's really hard to get across the street. Yeah, yeah. Um, I go to the restore fairly fairly regularly, and one of the things I do just in Longmont in general is take as many right-hand turns as I can to get yes. somewhere. That's kind of yes. just how I navigate, because you take a left if you want to go to the restore or even to Safeway or something. If you're going the wrong way, you got to cross all that traffic, and Ken Pratt gets busy. And without a light or something to aid you, man, you were, you're just out of luck. So, And I think it's time to bring Phil back in because I've always wondered about that intersection where Nelson comes in at Ken Pratt. You got their train tracks there. Yeah. Yep. You know, if there's any sort of discussion about re-engineering that somehow, because I just think it's the weirdest kind of yeah. confluence of, of, you know. Yeah, that weird there. bend right there. Yeah, that's yeah. just like, oh, I'm going to go over here, but it's sort of a shortcut. Instead yeah, of just going all the way down. <laughs> it's kind uh, of yeah, it is a weird one. That's a weird one. I'd like it to hear why anyway. that was made that So way. yeah, I'll, I'll ping Phil. We need to have him back on again too. Absolutely. Let's see. Farmers Market opened this past weekend, so that's pretty darn cool, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. I um, uh, you know, I think they opened in their full. I could be wrong. Did they open? It was fully an open market, meaning that they didn't they didn't have kind of the 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 situation they had last year, as far as, you know, you ordered, you pre-ordered, you picked up your stuff and that sort of thing. So it's, some of the stuff is the same as it was, uh, you know, you can't have pets, which is fine. Um, they have some grab and go kids activities. Uh, they are not selling market bucks, uh, because of COVID there's no live music because of COVID there's no artisan shows because of COVID on their site. But I think, yeah. You, and then they say you can also make reservations or you can just show up. Oh, um, cool. so I, I think part of this too, and Kelsey and I've been talking about this uh, off and on is that look this time last year, everybody's going, okay, we, we need to take this seriously. And we, we don't know really what we need to do. We don't really know. Yeah. We didn't know like how, how much better it was just to just be outside versus inside, uh, or how much masks were effective and that type of stuff. And people were just saying, you just need to wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. Don't go out. The, the roads are dead. And now we go, yeah, if everybody's outside, if everybody's wearing a mask, like, will there be transmission? I mean, you can't say that there's going to be no transmission, right? Yeah. But yeah. it's about as safe as you can get in terms of like a, a bigger crowd type thing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, okay. And again, we're getting more and more of this um, vaccines and people are getting more and more uh, antibodies and stuff from getting sick. So we'll get there. No, Actually, it's really, th- oh, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, gonna say <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I, I saw a thing um, posted uh, online here too, talking about when will Colorado reach herd immunity, which I thought was pretty interesting. And the estimates kind of vary depending on how fast you think it'll grow. But they're saying we'll get it anywhere from um, mid-May to mid-August. And what we've seen so far is that we've had like a 1% to 3% daily growth of uh, like immunity, right? Due to getting sick or due to getting vaccinated. And now it's more getting vaccinated than getting sick. So they're saying if we're at the 3% rate, Boy, we're we're really close because um, that's that's crazy, you know. If we're at the two percent rate, they're saying. See if we find the actual date. At two percent, we're looking at you know um, June, which yeah. is a, probably yeah. a bit more realistic. And if we're at one percent, which seems a bit uh, underwhelming, then we'll look at all the way out to August. So if people keep going in droves to get vaccinated, um, then we're we're looking good. So, yeah, it's been um, amazing to see the uh, just how many people are getting vaccin- vaccinated nationwide. It's just amazing. And there's people who are eager, eager, eager to get out and do it. And, you know, not not some small 
portion of them are frustrated at how difficult it is to find one. Um, I can't remember if we talked about this, but um, um, every, you know, every yeah, we talked about this part of it. But everything is open, um, and it's now a, a difficult fight. You got to have your elbows out online, so to speak, to exactly. find a vaccine, and that's that's where we're at. So I would give you a tidbit: Vaccine Spotter, I think it is. I, yep. I imagine you know that website. The other thing too is a lot of people have been going like out east. Like to yep. Hugo and you know Greeley and some and other I, communities too as well. There was a tip online in one of the Colorado subreddits that said, if you want to find a vaccine, um, look for the the red pockets. The the yeah. you know the yeah, and that's fairly true. I mean, there's there's places that have more that aren't using it up, and if you go, but you have to drive. You know, it's an hour yeah. sometimes yeah. too, and it's up to you if you want to make that commitment. I saw I was using the vaccine spotter, and I used the 50 mile radius thing, and it's like, yeah, oh, you can go to Granby, and it's like Granby. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go as the as the crow flies, I think Granby is like 48 or 50 miles away. Yeah, so but you have to go yeah I 70 north to from Winter Park. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. different ways yeah. to get there, but you're looking at yeah. two, two and a half hours to drive. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. not 50 miles on the road. No. So take what you see there with a grain of salt. But there's been a lot in central Denver. There's been a lot in um, Fort Collins and Greeley. And there's been a lot in um, even Longmont. But you got to move fast. So you got to be ready to go. Yeah. If you're um, not real computer savvy, uh, find the person in your family who is and, um, you know, get some big vacation or something or, or you know, get them hold up somewhere in front of a computer. Cause if you, if you sit and check it, if that's what you do for a day, you'll probably find something. Yeah. If you just sit there and yeah. update it every five minutes while you're, yeah. you know, playing a game or reading a book, you'll find something. If you don't, you know, it'll, it'll take a bit, but they're saying six to eight weeks to get everybody who wants a vaccine. And I don't know the place. status about the County too. I know that the fairgrounds, they had testing for COVID, but I understand too, they'll be looking at doing some vaccinations. I don't know when that will occur and I don't yeah. have that information, but um yeah don't yeah. don't don't email us with any vaccine questions exactly. i i'm not gonna answer exactly. we're not this, experts in that area this is so, literally yes. everything we know like i yes. do plenty of research for the show but that's that's as far yeah. as this is going that's right all right um let's see the longmont library is going to reopen it looks like yeah, after and their I saw two million dollar construction projects so. yeah 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 and i saw the insides they, they put out a video and i watched that and it was uh pretty astounding what's going on in there there was a foundation crack that runs basically down the middle of the thing, front to back, whatever. And they needed to do a lot of work to get that thing. And I don't know if the thing was going to bifurcate, split in half and crumble around their ears, or if this is just like a, ah, oh, geez, this isn't good. But they said they were doing some work to uh, replace carpet or something like that. And they found this crack and they kept going and they kept, there was more crack and more crack and there's foundation issues all over the place. And there's like four different types of foundations and I'm watching the video and the woman keeps going, and this is this type of foundation. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> And over here, so we have this type of foundation. And she was good. You know, it's fine. You learned a lot about foundations. No, I didn't learn it. That's the thing. I didn't learn. Okay. Okay. Because she just said, this is this type of foundation. And I'm like, that means literally nothing to me. Um, But they all needed to be like places everywhere needed to be fixed. And some of it comprehensive where it needed to go through like the whole up to the bottom. Yeah. Bottom to top. Some of it was. But there was a long split. And so they were fixing that. And the inside was wild i mean books are everywhere everywhere makeshift shelves storage units everywhere and they were saying that in spite of that they've been able to get books out to people within a minute uh if you if you call and you reserve some stuff they'll bring your bundle out within it within a minute it's really cool yeah yeah, it's awesome so good on them um but that's coming to a close and they'll be you know open for business pretty soon which will be really exciting i think that just the just what Nancy's vision is for that library and just like the community spirit. It's going to be really cool. So yeah, 
Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And I think that's one of those things of like, oh, moving to normal, like the library's back open again. So that's yep. great. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. I uh, wanted to talk about the 7-Eleven. Whizbang uh, pop. Here we go. The big news. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, to, thanks to Bill for uh, passing this along. But uh, yeah, so on Main and Mountain View. So if you can envision that there is that corner there in Main Mountain View, which is the northwest corner where the yep. currently keller williams building is occupying and if you um, can't remember it it's because it's the same color brown it's kind of brown as, yeah exactly it's that as brown the, as the smoking days 70s ish building yeah really cool building but i will say this to me is a pivotal change in longmont like from a year a few years ago is that now you got a uh, major group that's coming in and they bought the parcel of land for, I, I understand it was over a million dollars at least, and they're pretty much just going to blow it up and put a 7-Eleven there. And that to me is a, you know, that is a marketed change in Longmont that has not really occurred where the, where the economy is such and the economics work out that you can actually bulldoze an existing building and build another, uh, uh, you know, Seven Eleven or something of that sort. Yeah, and like I, I can't find the number in this particular article for this uh, apartment complex you're talking about, but I think that it was last sold for like eleven million. And now oh, we, business, we, business complex, not apartment complex. Business complex. Burp, derp, derp, derp. Yeah, it was a business. About? So we were talking about Main and Mountain View. So it was yeah, I'm complex. talking about for the Vivo thing that that was like what I'm saying is like the last time that was sold in recent years it was like 11 million and now it was like 15 million. Oh, okay. So yeah. And so just just to frame things like prices. Just are to going let our to listeners where... know, Brady's back over on Ken Pratt. So I was on yeah, Main, and I, I was on Main and Mountain View, but you're on to, Ken to Pratt illustrate now, the yeah. point. To illustrate <laughs> the point that like. <laughs> Investment is like they're taking investment in Longmont very seriously and investing yes. serious money. And even if it means on uh, Mountain View and Main Street to just say, oh, yep, the parcel is worth so much money that we're yeah. going to doze this old building and put up, you know, there's say that I watched the press or the, the, the community video thing. They they're issued a thing. They had a, a community yeah. meeting online yeah. thing. Yeah. And I watched it and it's kind of like, oh, it's going to look so beautiful and whatever. And they had some artwork and it's like, yeah, that's a that's a nice looking 7-Eleven. Yeah. Um, but it, it still looks a lot like a 7-Eleven. Um, and they're talking about sticking some extra stuff in there, like maybe some groceries or something. Um, and that was, you know, still going to be a gas station. And I will say the only thing that I think is great about having a 7-Eleven right there is that it's hard to fill up if you're driving south on Main Street right now. They're, all the gas stations are on the east side. So if you're going north, it's easy to slot off, get gas and get back on. It's a little more difficult to cross the street to buy gas if you're going south. It is really fascinating. When you said that off air, I was like, wow, I'm visualizing that. Really, the King Supers up north, mm -hmm. if you're coming from the south, it's like, okay, you run into that, and that's about it. Yeah. And, and so, otherwise, you have to cross the street, and it's like, oh, I'm not doing that. You and know? that's one of the things for me that I thought about Dutch Brothers Coffee, our local paint store yeah. slash coffee shop. <laughs> that's not actually true. <laughs> no, don't go there expecting to buy paint. <laughs> I just think it looks like Sherwin Williams their logo. It does. But if you if you're going in there, if you're headed south, it's easy in, easy out. Oh yeah. Absolutely. If you're going north, you have to cross street without any sort of help and then get back out and probably cross traffic again to get back going the direction you were already going. So and that leads me to believe there is a hard corner on Ninth and Main, and I've never understood why that one still stays vacant. There was a gas station there many years ago. Oh, the gas event? No. Yeah, it wasn't a gasomat. It was ninth uh, and ninth and main. It was before your time. It would have been. I don't oh, know the, what it was, but it's not there anymore. 
Okay. There's so just an empty field. You're talking about the gas mat on the other side of the street, down further down on Main Street. Further down, yeah. So yeah. that one actually, I noticed that they put up uh, some blue tarp around some chain link fence. You can't really see in there at all anymore. It was sort of blocked off, and now it's yeah. like you really can't see in there. Okay. So I'm wondering if yeah. something's actually happening and what is actually happening. Well, a few years ago, somebody bought that piece of property on 9th and Main and was going to build an office complex there, but then that fell through, and who knows what. It was like the they had the Peyton Manning mural there for the longest time, and I don't know oh. if it's still there anymore, but anyway. Oh, so yeah, that, I've seen yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, so it was right yeah, there yeah. on the corner. And I I just think of a hard corner, an empty hard corner just sitting vacant is so weird in this day and age when you've got somebody who's going to just blow up yeah. <laughs> existing basically. building. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, just basically doze something that exists to put up a gas station. But, but you know, slushies. Yeah, slushies, you know, I guess, slurpees. I, you know. I really couldn't say the last time I've been into a 7-Eleven. You know, yeah, I think this is the second yeah. one that they're putting in because I think they're putting in another one out on like third out of ways or maybe on um, Ken Pratt further out. out that I can way. see that. So, yeah. So out east somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So out east somewhere they're, they're talking about putting another one in. I saw that pr- proposed. I can't remember. I think we talked about this an episode or two ago. Well, it's like, you know, 7-Eleven and Walgreens and CVS are all vying for, you know, drop in yeah. retail, you know, so. Yeah. And it's, I mean, to me, I think it's a little sad that that's kind of the options that you have. And we talk about food deserts and it, it gets to be very hard to get to yeah. food and yeah. you're going for me, if I want a bag of chips, even, or like something light, I have to drive to a gas station that's really close or then drive quite a bit further to a proper grocery store. And it'd be nice if there was a way to do that. I realized that the way American cities are built, it doesn't lend itself. Like the yeah. population density yeah. isn't there to just have a nice little grocery store, but you know, it's neither here nor there. That's so cool. We, All right. So we, we, uh, have, uh, substantially gone through that one. Um, performing arts complex looks ooh. like they're going to be presenting to the council about their plans for the performing arts complex. Yeah, the think, consultants came back and yeah, I think tomorrow night they're going to have this. It discussion. is indeed council. Yeah. It looks like the first phase would be three phases. They're looking at $158 million. And um, I don't know about that price tag. You mean you, you think you should be more 201 or <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> seven, seven, eight billion. Um, you know, I don't know. Um, I think the idea of having a performing arts uh, center in, in town. I, I love the idea, you know, and yeah. they're saying it's yeah. practical and it's going to work and that's for the city council to decide. And I assume a referendum to pay for it. How what has to be a public private partnership. It can't all be charitable dollars. I mean, my oh, gosh, God, no. yeah. I think I can't remember what they, they fundraised to, to do the, the study to see. So it was like a hundred some thousand dollars. Yep. Yeah. It was like 150. Yeah. It was like, yeah. like a yeah. percent or something of what the yep. total bill would be. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, they, they commissioned this whole thing. And the initial info that we have is that on the, they're suggesting that the ideal place for performing arts center. And I kind of like this idea. I'll say that they, they're suggesting that a great spot for performing arts center in Longmont would be between first street on main street between first and Ken Pratt. And then what I understand is somewhere there or maybe between there and Martin. I I had a hard time parsing the language that was on the page. Yeah. So I think that the, I heard reference to the Dickens, which is an event center right now and a farm. And so the Dickens farm slash uh, events center right there around near the river and the bridge, just past the bridge if you're going south. You know, oh, kind of that area. Yeah. Kind of that area is what they're, they're talking about. I mean, there's a lot of land. If you think about where Boston, the new Boston feeder off of Main Street, mm-hmm. all the way over to Martin, there's a lot of land over there. 
So there is, and if yeah. you look at it, there's some weird stuff in yeah. the area because yeah. I, I don't think it's right there, but there's a place that has a bunch of old motorcycle parts, and that yeah. guy doesn't seem like he'll ever give that up. I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah. that's a wild place. It's cool to go to. Um, and then there's like places to store RVs, and there's stuff that you just think like, yeah, you know, if you offer some of these people the right amount of money, they could be incentivized to move because absolutely, yeah. Um, the these places have been there for a long time, probably bought real cheap mm-hmm. and have been operating these businesses that probably are fairly lucrative, but you could cash out for big, big bucks given the price tag on some of this stuff. So I don't know where the money comes from on this one. I don't know where um, uh, where exactly they're going to put it, but it sounds like it could be interesting. They're talking about, oh, the, the thing says, hey, we should have um, a venue of X size. I think it's like a thousand people. Yeah, a thousand people. And, you know, and I think that would be really cool. I think the idea of having it where they're talking about locating it, you know, it really comes down to is the public willing to invest in that? Because you really, to your point, you're you're really talking about a referendum, yeah. some sort of like, you know, hey, we're going to tax ourselves to. Yeah know pay for this somehow. so there's that and then there's a conference center and they're saying oh we need space for music rehearsal yeah. and theater rehearsal and so some other amenities for the town um I, and it'll come down to what longmont thinks because you know if you look at the ice rinks and other stuff that were voted down recently is there an appetite i mean when you bring stuff up people still bring up the trains and they go like we got burned <laughs> And they just, and there's a reticence for people that, that were burned off of that, that voted for that, that feel really bad. I think for it. me, it's it's also a discussion about, you know, and again, I think it would be really cool. I will just say that. But again, the one thing that I find fascinating is I'd love to see what's going to happen post-COVID with mm-hmm. arenas, conferences, state, you know, stadium. I mean, for all I, intents and purposes, stadium will be fine. But, you know, conferences and, you know, our conference is going to be the way they were before. Are we just going to forget everything say, and move on is what you I'm know, I think part of it is people have realized that, yes, you can do a lot of stuff remotely, but no, some other stuff is very difficult now. It's hard you know. to do marketing things or to, to, you know, get your branding out there. It's hard to talk to people about what you do f- whether in business, it's hard to make networking connections. It's hard to do a lot of stuff. And that's what conferences and other stuff are for. Will it come back? Man, I, I'm no profit. Like I can't say, but I, I do think that there's something in it. I think that there's an argument to be made that it could. So um, I, I do think people are really itching to go out and do cultural events in a large scale way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and again, it just shows the Longmont evolving and changing. So Uh, The final thing on my note sheet here, run sheet, is I I found this fascinating. I actually heard two statistics related to this story. So um, the county's reporting faith is stronger Mm post-pandemic, whereas nationally speaking, we've never been lower in, we haven't been, this hasn't occurred in 80 years, that's church attendance and and places of worship actually been their lowest point, or people identifying right. the specific religion hasn't been its lowest point in 80 years. So I find, I'm trying to reconcile that, like, why would it be higher in the county than it would nationally, the trends are down. So that's that's really fascinating for me. I, I will say that I think people who are relying on their faith to get them through or to, you mm-hmm. know, as a part of their life, that's intensified as a pillar of their life and the people Mm -hmm. and overall, I think for most people they're going, you know, I don't, I don't need this. I think that that's just the trend. Um, And so you wind up with this weird sort of like what's left is more distilled from the religious community. And like, then you have 
like less of it though um, out there. So, so you're saying like the the smaller the group, it's more intensified, is what you're saying. I think so I you think can, you can reconcile the numbers that way. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah. how I think is that yeah. people are saying I personally feel more spiritual than ever, and then there's just more people saying I don't feel spiritual at all. Well, and I know that probably some listeners are saying, "Hey, dummies, uh, you know it doesn't have to be traditional religion either." So sure. even though people are feeling more spiritual, I think be like the Holy Trinity of religions either. I, re- I think I read or part of the article that you're talking about or something similar. And it was, um, they, they said that the people ticking the box that they don't identify with anything has yeah. gone way up. Um, yeah. and mil- millennials in, in particular. So that's, um, you know, there's millennials destroying everything, I guess. <laughs> they are. It, I know. Can't. Can't Poor win. guys can't afford to buy a house, so they're destroying the we can't the win. housing market. Yeah, yeah I know. That's yep. Bad. And I there's I thought there was a house for sale. I was gonna I was gonna thump that in Old Town, but there's not. Sorry, <laughs> you sorry, tried to find you I tried look, to find property for people. Is that what I you're look doing every all? week to see mm-hmm. if there's literally one house for sale in the, <laughs> like the very traditional Old Town area. There's, there's not a single one that's not under contract right now. So uh, if you're buying a house, good luck out there. I'm, I'm watching that this spring too. So yeah, you're, just, like you're just out there just trying to find people houses. So no, your, I just, your I brokerage a, needs call Brady. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with any of that. <laughs> I do think that the housing market is is very interesting and seeing like what's available. And I've watched ever since we bought. I've just been curious yeah, to see. And I've always thought I've That's always it. thought someday we would buy another house. And I don't know that we're ever going to be able to buy another house. I, you know, I don't know that I'm going to be able to reconcile spending 800 to a million dollars, 800,000 to a million dollars on a house because if you're going to sell this place and then step up or what, you know, what, why you buy you a know, house? Got some nice property for you in Riverside, Wyoming. So, you know. yeah, that's kind of the thing. <laughs> like at some point, you know, I'm going to cash out and we're just going to go up north a little bit and I'll just yeah. buy an estate and live like yeah. a fat rat out here. That's right. Uh, homestead yeah. or something. Anyway, yeah. So there you well, go. anything else for like events before we, we let everybody go? And I was going to mention the peeps thing. Did we talk about the peeps? We didn't talk about the peeps thing, no. Okay, yeah. It. So the the long we we were remiss this year. Last year we we were chopping this big. No, we this. were. Yeah. I love this. There's a diorama contest where you make uh, literary scenes in a diorama format using peeps because it's the Easter season, and so it's peeps posed in uh, in these funny scenes. And that that was an event. So if you want to go online, the Longmont Library's got it. If you look, um, you can find uh, these funny photos of various literary uh, dioramas. Some of them are pretty good. And, and Brady, just... do you think there's anybody out there that doesn't know what a peep is? Should we describe uh, what that is? It's a marshmallow bunny coated in sugar. <laughs> uh, what do you want? I mean, no, no, they... I'm just waiting for somebody to like slam us and say, what the heck's a peep? Yeah, no, they're, uh, they're, they're stylized bunnies. Uh, yeah. They're small and they're made out of marshmallow. They've got yeah. three little dots representing the eyes and nose. Uh, they're dipped in brightly colored sugar. So there's yellow, pink, and blue, I think, is basically the gist. Sometimes green, maybe. And yeah, they. Uh, I used to devour them like crazy when I was a kid. And now just thinking about them makes my teeth hurt. So Yeah, um, Sandy, uh, my wife, is still a, a big fan. And in fact, traditionally yellow and only around Easter. And yeah. now all of a sudden you get them around everything. So like, you know, Valentine's Day, Halloween, you know, you know Ar- Arbor Day. I'm sure I'm there's gonna, trees. I'm going to take my personal... My this my position of privilege is just complain about the current state of Cadbury eggs. I think they used to be better. I would agree with that. I would agree I, with that. Yeah. This isn't a you know an old man says the sky used to be bluer type of thing. You know this is a I, I genuinely think that they've gotten smaller and they've um 
they've wound up replacing some of the the stuff in them and they're just not as good because i bought one a while back on oh boy i'm gonna have one of these the first time in a while it's like <laughs> this is not very good you know this is really not very good at all yeah um yeah. and so i wasn't into that so man you're like uh you're facing that old age and things change you know yeah kind of remember when a when a That's cup right. of soup was a nickel <laughs> you're right could i get i could fill my tank up for 40 cents you know <laughs> Oh uh, man, when I went to college, uh, gas was under a buck, I think. I think that was like the first week when we went and it started to go up, it was over a dollar. So. Uh, in this episode of Changing Times with Brady, yeah, here uh, we, you can stay tuned why, for the next the wiping next episode. a single yeah. nostalgic tear. Oh, <laughs> he is literally wiping a single nostalgic tear away from his eye. Yeah, tears, tears of laughter at this point. All right, well, I think on that old man rant, we're gonna let everybody go. But thanks to Andy Epler for our intro music, as always. Um, um, uh, thanks to David Cutter Music for Float Away. Uh, find us on Amazon Music, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you download your podcasts. You like us, rate us. You know, ping that star button and let us know that you like us and share. Yeah, smash that like button. Yeah. Reach out, out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. And then if you have any music you want to send us and you want us to highlight that, Go ahead and set it to the same address to sidedishlongmont at gmail. Yeah, write, write to your local dummies about that we would never find on our own because we're we're going to get lots of corrections about all the stuff we were talking about today I just good it'll yeah. be nice to give people something factual for <laughs> thank you Brady thank you Eric <laughs>